Welcome, welcome everybody. I think we're all in this space where we're trying to live this soft life, you know, become a little bit more into our feminine, a little bit more at peace and going at a good pace. So just wanted to talk about that a little bit because it has been such a huge trend, I would say in the last like six months to a year. And it's still growing this sense of like women being in their masculine. And I think especially for brown girls and eldest daughters, I, I've i experienced a lot of people talk about the idea of us particularly being kind of brought up into our masculine and then finding that really hard when we get into adulthood and maybe get into relationships and then that kind of not working out so well because we're women at the end of the day. So um, I just want to talk about our experiences with that, like if that's like caused any issues for us and then I guess the benefits of being in your masculine and your feminine, because they both do have a part to play. I don't think you can ever really just be operating from one energy at all times. So there's a benefit to both. It's just kind of choosing when is the right time. And then also tips for our girls on how to embrace the soft life and that feminine energy a little bit more in their day to day. Yeah. And I think, I think all of like that, that forms a fully formed like instruction manual on how to actually be a little bit less in your masculine because in order to have the awareness to choose not to be in your masculine and like actually just let go of that control a little bit you have to know that you'll be okay by doing that as well so I think when we give you tips like the tips from me and like when we're talking about this masculine versus feminine thing it's gonna come from a place of like experiencing that slight kind of fear when I let go of control or I let go of you know responsibility in any given situation and overcoming that and then that by virtue of doing that I've chosen to be in my feminine a little bit and that's also how I've kind of interpreted this whole thing because I know it is a is a it's a bit more of a trending like cultural topic that has come about in the last few years and I rejected it for like when it first came up I was like what does this mean like I'm not in my masculine what is all this stuff um but I've I've taken it to be that like when I'm and you're right in terms of being an eldest daughter when you're raised as the eldest or you are the eldest you automatically take on a lot of responsibility like just naturally I think you have a higher sense of responsibility you have a higher sense of needing to feel like you can control things and I've taken that and applied it to a lot of my personal relationships as well as things that came about from like family uh, like living in in a you know household that we did live in when we were younger and it's all part of kind of letting go of those traits when you can and should let go of them that forms you choosing to be in your feminine a little bit more and it actually just gives you a little bit more peace because there are plenty of times where like I've chosen to take control or take responsibility when I really didn't need to and it was like I could like it would be it would maybe be better if I did like for example stupid things like planning holidays or um doing like household tasks like splitting responsibility household responsibilities if you live with a partner things like that where you can actually choose to do that in a way that makes your relationship much more sustainable for the future allows you to relax a little bit because it's not it's not a case of like women need to relax more it's more of a like you need to find balance in your life so that you can 
give energy to the things you want to give energy to and that also forms part of just taking up your feminine a little bit more um so it kind of depends like how you interpret it and like what kind of traits you already have now i think because there's nothing wrong with either side is what i'm trying to say a little bit like there's nothing wrong with being two in your masculine sometimes there's nothing wrong with being two in your feminine but i think knowing when and where to choose between the two will help you be so much more balanced especially as a firstborn brown girl (laughs) yeah I agreed and then so you mentioned that you kind of noticed like areas you weren't you were taking responsibility because I totally relate to that in terms of just I feel like you end up on autopilot and you just don't actually recognize the actions that you're taking you just are doing them automatically because it's what you're used to and you don't really I think in I I don't know whether it's a cultural thing or just in general you you just assume that they are your responsibilities before even having the conversation so in like like other relationships um like other personal relationships or even with like a partner then you end up in this place where you assume the responsibility you haven't had those conversations and then you just carry on doing that without actually realizing but how did you realize and then what like what did you do to kind of then flip the switch and then decide actually I'm not going to take those responsibilities on that's something that we're going to share and the communication around that well I think the first thing I started doing was asking myself what is truly going to go wrong if I play no part in this like really and truly what is the worst case scenario because that is also something that has pushed me towards being in my masculine all the time is always trying to control the best possible outcome in any given situation and that literally comes back down to very menial things so like going on holiday um especially when I had like quite a stronger scarcity mindset and a bad money mindset I would think okay I've spent this much money on holiday I need it needs to be the best holiday in my goddamn life I need to see every single inch of the place that I'm going to I need to be spending as little as possible on like food and travel and stuff which means I need to control the entire itinerary which means no one else can control the entire itinerary and it also means that during the whole trip I'm stressed about sticking to that entire itinerary whereas now I've taken a step back and it's in kind of combination with knowing that I don't need to get the best bang for my buck every time I leave my house (laughs) and also just understanding that if I don't if the best case scenario doesn't happen the world doesn't end and the world not ending means that I'm a little bit more at peace because at the end of the day I've gone I've I've, I've traveled for a trip with someone I like <laughs> and seen a little bit of the world and nothing bad has happened from that and on top of doing those things you mentioned communication as well like I have communicated to my partner that I am I have this very toxic mindset of needing to control things and like needing to take on that sense of responsibility just like as a reflex and not really thinking through whether I can just ask and that was the second point as well like first you ask yourself what truly what will happen if you if things go wrong what's the worst case scenario it's not that bad and secondly ask for help I think we're really bad I am really bad at asking for help I'm really bad at asking for more Um, I'm really bad at just accidentally burdening someone else with something that I could just do and in reality again it comes back to worst case scenario if someone else does something for you it's not the end of their world and it's just it's just a question it's it's not 
that deep i think it's just kind of deeping that as a whole thing like just worst case scenario plus asking for help is not gonna be the end of the world no one's gonna think badly of you for doing that you're not less capable as a person and you're not rest less responsible and you're not you're not like a a lower quality partner if you ask for help and those are two things that i really like i've really tried to and still try to implement a lot more is just like asking when i need to and also just letting go of the reins a little bit and just accepting that worst case scenario is not actually the end of the world what about you how have you kind of stepped into your feminine a bit more because i think you've done it really well <laughs> do you think yeah. i think I'm, i think i'm trying i i think i've just been more intentional about wanting to do that a lot more now and I think there's definitely certain scenarios that this I think it's still important to have that masculine energy when it comes to career maybe I think that's like the main thing for me that I still want to hold that energy there because I think it's needed and it's more that sense of having to take the lead on something like I think that's what I've struggled with a lot is like needing to be the leader in every aspect of life and and that works well in your career when you're having to lead projects or like do certain things and maybe you have a team or whatever it is or if you're working for yourself especially you're the only person like you have to lead yourself so it works then but I've I noticed I think when I got married me trying to lead situations 24 7 or me trying to like have control over everything just wasn't healthy and it just didn't make sense like sometimes it actually just doesn't make sense for you to have all the responsibility especially when I think sometimes what happens is you assume all the responsibility and then you kind of get a little bit resentful at least this is how I felt you get resentful because you're taking on all these things but nobody's actually told you to you're just assuming that that's your role um and I think it was then when I actually realized nobody had put those things on me except for myself like all it took was a conversation to be like look this is a lot for me and like let's share this out or let's do things differently and and it's so weird because you'll always find in these situations like people are always happy to help like you've mentioned there's no harm in asking for that help but I think I think coupled with the like masculine energy and then that hyper independence it's just like a recipe for disaster because you're so used to depending on yourself and that struggle to ask for help because you don't think anyone can do things to the standard that you want them to so I think that's another thing it's like letting go of the idea that things won't be done to the level or the standard that you would do them yourself or you expect them to be done and then kind of like criticizing someone else for not meeting that standard in your own head but also why do you think things need to be done to a certain standard like what what happens if that standard falls so and in my head I'm when I say that I'm thinking about things menial things like household chores for example um and I don't, yeah, I, I guess that is a good question because it's not like things are still going to be clean, for example, but I guess, I don't know, so I, I've, I think I've got better at it. So I used to be very much like, if it's not going to be done to sound like I want it, then I may as well do it myself. I was very much in that mindset. And it was like, I didn't, I was quite like not appreciative of any effort because if it wasn't to a certain standard, then it was like, you may as well not have done it. But now I think I've got a lot better at that. Yeah, I was operating off this place where I was needing, I was getting frustrated at the fact that things weren't done to a certain standard. But now I have just become more, I guess, feminine in that sense of like just appreciating efforts more and just leaning into the idea of other people helping and just being thankful for that. Because I feel like 
it also gratitude plays a part in it as well especially when it comes to your partner and in your relationship like the more you're thankful for the more you actually show like appreciation for your partner the more they'll want to do anyway and the more you'll feel more burdens are taken off you the the more you'll feel that like you can lean into your feminine more and it'll be safe for you to do that I think when you initially start it's this like tug of war with yourself of feeling really uncomfortable about letting go of the reins in certain situations um and you just have this battle with yourself of feeling like it's abnormal and you shouldn't be doing it and then also because you're learning and you're probably not you're still keeping up these traits of like not being happy with other people's like work or when they're helping you or being a bit critical maybe or trying to like fight to be in this leader role but once you kind of chip away at that and slowly break through that initial difficult period then you start to reap the rewards I think and actually realize it's kind of nice on this side (laughs) yeah yeah and it's also like realizing like just ask yourself were you put on this earth to suffer like were you actually placed here to work until you're too tired to work for what like then that's why I question the standards thing sometimes because I have that as well like I want thing I wanted things to be done to a certain standard and if they weren't done to that standard I would again you just kind of assume this like worst case scenario mindset but it's now just thinking okay well I could suffer and get that to the standard that I want it done at by doing it myself via suffering or I ask for help I appreciate the help I better myself with this extra energy that I have from not suffering and the world is a better place to be in like it's it doesn't it just doesn't matter as much and it's just it's also just weird being able to say all of this having the awareness that I do now that I have like I can appreciate the fact that nothing bad has happened because I've let go of control of certain things and I can appreciate how hard or how long it takes to even get to this like get to this scenario um which is why I think the one thing that I will say is like if you are struggling with feeling like a control freak or feeling like you like need your knee-jerk reaction in situations is to take on responsibility and like jump into that leadership role or um jump into that guider or educator role I think take a step back and just think about where you can ask for help in your life in the most menial ways like literally household chores can you ask for help even work scenarios sometimes because I think there is definitely a balance of okay the masculine energy needs to be leaned into more at work because that's just a bit more natural I think for progression and stuff but you need it also comes back to you talk about this a lot for like working smart and not hard um and I'm currently reading this book called who not how and this book is probably like I, I feel like it's a very manly written way of okay lean into your feminine a bit more really? <laughs> um yeah because it, it just the whole point of the book is how can you lean into um your network it's not a networking book but it's kind of thinking about like focus on who you can go to to help you with a certain problem rather than focusing on the how and part of that is knowing how to communicate what it what it is you want to do all of that kind of makes you a better leader it makes you a better team player um and it enables you to give other people purpose in your life as well which I think is a really important part of like being in your feminine like being in your feminine isn't just sitting back and like having 
you do none of the work in life and like everyone else doing the work it's kind of like everyone working to a shared purpose or a shared goal of of like happiness together um and I will keep relating this back to kind of like a relationship just because that's where I've kind of discovered a lot of my own feminine energy a bit more in the last few years so I'm sorry about that but like for for me for example I I used to have this idea that like oh if you're in your feminine that just means like you're like a princess and you never do anything and like your man is just going to be like super tired and like there's gonna be a lot more responsibility but I've now realized that it's it's not that it's that you're both working to a shared goal of you both being happy with what you put into the relationship and that being like equal whatever equal is in your eyes like equal might not be 50 50 for people equal might be 70 30 60 40 like it's whatever you can give but it's just making sure that the other person is giving for a specific purpose like whatever that is and you're not just taking as well um so I think it's really it's important to kind of find that balance and it's difficult to find that balance but it all starts with letting go and not doing the work yourself and asking asking for help in that scenario as well yeah I think asking for help but then also just giving people space to pick up certain tasks and things like I feel like sometimes you don't even need to explicitly ask because like I found especially for me like I will get things done so quickly that like my partner would never even have a chance to (laughs) sort things out anyway because I'm always I don't know I just have this autopilot nature that I'll just get things done and like I've already taken it on as my role so it'll be done before he's even thought that it needed to be done so just giving people the space to actually act in a way that needs to be like just take care of things the way they need to be taken care of whether that's household things whether that's just like it's hard to give examples other than a relationship setting because I just don't know in what other scenario except for like career and stuff but then I think when you're leaning more into your feminine I think it is more so if you are in a relationship with a man and who's technically going to be the more masculine provide a role so yeah that's why all the examples are like relationship based I guess which is hard to avoid there's so many different ways that you can actually express that feminine energy and it doesn't have to be just like sitting back and letting people do stuff for you like you just said it's more a case of like giving people the space to do to kind of play to their own strengths and I feel like when you're in a relationship in particular is that you both have strengths in the relationship and and I think as a woman you just because you've grown up a certain way and you've you've kind of built these habits it doesn't necessarily mean that that is good for you and that's like how you should operate in all scenarios of your life like hyper independence is not actually like a healthy trait to have and there's certain things that you do kind of have to undo a little bit or just um figure out where it comes from and if it is serving you in a positive way or if it's something that you should um kind of work on and progress through rather than just hold on to it um, and I think the whole masculine energy, operating from that energy 24-7 is not a healthy thing to do. So um, like, take, like taking the burden off yourself and being, and not feeling guilty for that. I think the guilt that comes with letting go of responsibilities or letting other people do things when you feel like you should be doing themselves, that's also an extra kind of barrier and thing you kind of have to just let yourself get over, I guess, because the more you let people help and the more you kind of stop assuming these responsibilities and expectations that are placed on yourself, 
the more you'll just get used to that being the norm and then you won't feel so guilty for it anymore because it won't be so abnormal and uncomfortable for you um but yeah I'm trying to think of some other like tips or ways you could implement feminine energy into your life I think well I've, this is going to be like a, a much deeper tip but it will help and I think a lot of what you've just said also comes back down to being able to trust people and like actually trust your community and honestly kind of trust the world a little bit and that can be difficult when as as raised as a firstborn brown girl it can often feel like it's you against the world for your entire life like it's either you get things done or you fail like life can feel like that and it's understandable that life can feel like that but I think that that mindset breeds this kind of like distrust in people and distrust in like people who could honestly just be the closest to you as well which is why it's difficult for us to ask for help and let go of control but I think building that trust is really important I think as a first step to being able to then ask for help or being able to then kind of sit back and let someone else do something if you didn't ask that kind of thing um and I'm thinking you know like how can you actually build trust in people um and I think having like building a sense of gratitude really helps kind of looking around you and seeing like what you have and appreciating what you have for what it gives you and honestly I think gratitude is difficult because it sounds very woo-woo it sounds very like cheesy and basic to be like I'm grateful for electricity roof over my head water the fact I can do a food shop like all these things it sounds silly to say it honestly it does but the more you say it the more you actually appreciate it like think about life without these things and your worries just disappear and then once you start to see all the things around you that feed into the life that you have now you can also start to build trust in what's around you people wise because without those people would you have what you what you have in life anyway like with again just coming back to being in a relationship and having a partner and stuff like obviously the trust I'm talking about is different from like romantic trust or like you know the security element I'm talking about like do you trust them that their actions and their intentions and the purpose of what they're doing is for the both of you and it's not just for them and I'm not saying that most relationships are like that but you have to appreciate that most of the time people aren't acting just in a self-serving manner especially in relationships um and just clocking that like building an awareness of that observing that in your life I think is a really important first step to take to eventually doing all the things that we're talking about in terms of like actionable like yes then you can ask for help but it does take a little switch in your brain to flick for you to think okay I actually I'm really grateful for that and I actually do recognize that you know my partner is doing things for the benefit of both of us not in a self-serving way and um yeah I think that awareness is really important to build something else that I've kind of been thinking about in terms of like ways ways you differentiate between the two energies I feel like masculine is much more of a logical energy to be in and then feminine is more like emotional so or just emotion driven so I think that helps also explain the gratitude and why that's helpful to kind of do all that and that practice because that is that is you feeling grateful you have to actually embody 
the feelings and the emotions of having that gratitude. Gratitude is something that I've always tried to implement into my life and in my habits as well because I think that's just an important thing life-wise whether you're a man or a woman you should be grateful for things but um when it comes to like emotions I don't know if you've ever experienced this but I don't know growing up I feel like I was never like there's certain emotions you just weren't allowed to feel like you weren't ever allowed to feel angry or emotional or just had to be happy all the time and I feel like when you grow up like kind of suppressing certain emotions and then that also makes it a bit harder to like tap into your feminine a little bit more when you're an adult because you kind of have to be like emotionally intelligent like again man or woman it doesn't really matter who but I think to to switch between the two I think you do have to have that level of being comfortable with your emotions being able to tap into your emotions and actually feel them rather than suppressing and rather than bottling things up Um, And I think that's another element of just if you're in a place where you're trying to, you know, tune more into your feminine, maybe look at how you deal with your own emotions and how you deal with like how you respond to yourself feeling certain emotions, whether they're negative or positive. I think it's really important to get hold of that and actually recognize how, yeah, just how you deal with them. And if you could deal with them in a more healthy way and just like the way you express yourself as well, I think that's like a big part of kind of going on that journey and yeah making that difference and distinction between the two because operating in logic is also obviously a good thing but we're emotional beings like (laughs) you have to recognize that too and you have to be like really honest with yourself about your emotions and be okay to feel them and I feel like a lot of us aren't yeah no you're completely right and I think the way that I've done it in my life is that I've I've spent like 80% of my life in my masculine um, and what I've done is I don't I, I almost goalpost my emotions so I won't let myself feel something unless I've done something that's worthy of it like previously I wouldn't let myself feel feel productive unless I've done like unless I've burnt out <laughs> or I won't let myself feel happy unless I don't know I've, I've met like ridiculous standards for purpose or happiness in any given day and that's not like I've not felt like it's only in the last I would say five to six years that I've, I've actually felt happiness more often in my life because I've allowed it to happen and I think that's one one thing that we need to stop doing in order to be in our feminine and let ourselves emotionally regulate in a healthy way is think about if you're goalposting your emotions like are you stopping yourself from feeling something unless you do xyz like are you are you kind of like putting a ceiling on your worth like without thinking um and I think that's something that like we've spoken about it in previous episodes but maybe not worded it in this in this way where like especially with productivity like we don't let ourselves feel worthy of of a task or of like achievement unless we've done something like of a ridiculously high standard and it's clocking that we're doing that and scaling that back is what we need to do to kind of be less in our masculine and more in our feminine and kind of just appreciate emotions and like let them come to us like unblock unblock the way stop goalposting everything um and let yourselves feel like happiness in the moment and peace as well i think it's very masculine to not feel peace and like always feel like something has to be done or something has to be moving forward we cannot be at a standstill um and I think 
appreciating a standstill is also something that I'm actively trying to do while being in my feminine because you can actually make progress from standing still as well because it allows you to reflect it allows you to assess whether you know going forward is even in the right direction <laughs> no, I'm re- I'm reading the 101 essays to change the way you think it's such a good book have you read it I love that book yes that's one of the first like self-development books I read like out of uni um I think I listened to it on audible but how are you finding it really good so I I actually highlighted a literal paragraph that basically explain what you just said and it's so funny because I literally read it the other day and it was about this idea of stillness being laziness and how people have got it so wrong that if you stop for a second that means you're lazy and you're not productive and you're not getting things done and that means you're losing out and think you're going to start failing when actually it's the most productive thing you could do is stop sometimes because if you don't like you said you're not going to have that overall picture you're not actually gonna that your body needs time to rest like as like science tells us we have to rest but it's not just sleep and the unconscious that rest we need to be consciously resting and when when I read that because I've said to you before I'm always the type of person I have been the type of person to think well I'm resting when I'm asleep so why am I gonna be resting when I'm conscious but when it said that I was like oh like conscious rest is a thing and it's important and it's a different type of rest I know there has there is some studies that say there's like different types of rest that your body needs um but I never really looked into it because I was like bed sleep that's the kind of rest that we're all used to talking about and that that's just all I kind of focused on but yeah reading that and reading when you realize the importance of stillness then you start to break away those like pre-existing ideas of what it means to be lazy to be someone that you know doesn't get things done is unproductive because the, all those things are associated with the idea of just sitting in the quiet, letting your mind kind of wander. And and then it it went on to say things like the most creative people are the ones that get them, give themselves that space to just rest. And you're most creative when you do give yourself that brain space. Um, so there's a lot of positives to it, but it's a shame that in a general sense the conversations around resting are always quite negative and kind of yeah just put in this negative light where if you're not doing something 20 or you don't have your calendar blocked out every single hour of the day then there's something wrong with you <laughs> because I think that that's the approach for a lot of people um and yeah I think more so for if you're wanting to tap into your feminine it's so important to prioritize that rest because that that's just kind of that's just it's important for everyone but I think it's that stillness is so crucial if you're wanting to actually just like implement that soft life and it doesn't mean that you're not productive and it doesn't mean that you've not got things important things going on in your life it just means that you're prioritizing that too um which uh that really did change the way I thought when I read that (laughs) yeah and I think it's important you just said like your calendar doesn't need to be like blocked out from like nine till nine in order for you to productive and what you can easily do um is actually just schedule in your schedule rest, rest. <laughs> like you can still have a full calendar but that will be a much more meaningful and productive calendar if you've actually got blocks of things that you're going to do and i'm not saying scheduling will be like an afternoon nap because like you said rest doesn't have to be unconscious time but things like walking like 
because I'm doing 75 hard right now I'm doing my a daily outdoor walk and it's a non-negotiable part of my day which means I have to schedule it in because if I don't think ahead about when I'm going to do my walk it's not going to happen and treating rest like that because especially if you're going to be in your feminine energy or you want to be in your feminine energy a bit more or you want to lean into feminine energy a bit more it means you in effect want to prioritize rest a bit more like that's what we're, we're trying to say here and if you want to prioritize rest a bit more how is that happening in your day-to-day life like where is it showing up in your calendar if you're telling me you want to be less in your masculine how are you actually changing your life right now to accommodate that um are you making changes in what you prioritize day to day um and and that's a really easy i say easy but it's a really actionable way to change your lifestyle a little bit like are you spending an hour two hours doing emails every morning when one of those could maybe be swapped out for a walk where on that walk you think about okay I actually want to prioritize my way a little bit my day a little bit differently and that in effect means you're working smarter every day because you're taking that hour to yourself to actually just like organize your thoughts and get yourself closer to where you want to be and that is being in your feminine because that's almost like active mental rest (laughs) like thinking on a walk Um, and you're right I think there are like there's like six or seven different types of rest and obviously there's like physical sleeping mental um I'm actually not sure of the other ones but I think if you're listening google all the types of rest and try and schedule in like one one type every single day for the next week and what an exciting thing you're being told to do (laughs) schedule in a bit more resting time like come on how it shouldn't be too hard um and I was talking to one of my friends who is an entrepreneur recently as well and she has in the last year she's really gotten into her fitness and like she's picked up like healthier habits um after burning out like consistently for like three four years prior to that and we were talking about how so I think recently she took like four or five days off the gym and she also does like taekwondo and stuff Um, and it was only four or five days and she noticed it was noticeable for her in those four or five days like how cluttered her like mind got and how she actually ended up leaning into her masculine a bit more because she was like okay I'm not going to the gym I have two hours of my day back I need to get like as much done as possible and those four or five days off the gym turned into like just a stressful messy bunch of four or five days and it was on reflection when she was back in the gym that she realized that like okay being in the gym actually allowed me to take a step back and have a better day in general so it's like actually taking two hours of not being productive quote unquote made her entire week more productive because she had that time back and I think it's things like that that make you more in your feminine it's like it's logical but it's also tapping into like rest mental cal- mental clarity and emotional regulation at the end of the day because you're you're regulating your emotions by not going gung-ho at something every single day with every single minute that you have free yeah I agree and I think it's more like it's harder for us to actually recognize those patterns just because of the way our body functions like the cycle that we operate on it's like sometimes you will wake up the next day thinking that rest overnight will you know bring you back to like a fresh standing in the morning and then you'll still feel exhausted or you'll still have those emotions like stored up in you and it won't have necessarily released 
because we operate on a 28 day cycle versus 24 hours. So yeah, I agree with what you say. I think it's, it's so important for us to pay attention more so just because typically in society, it's not the norm for us to like operate based on how our emotions fluctuate and our hormones and how our body works. Basically, it's very much based on a 24 hour cycle. Like you've your day and your night and I think the expectation put on us to kind of just like switch up day on day rather than actually noticing no you could have need those four or five days to actually take a break from something or you know like give yourself that extra space versus just a day because that's how your hormones are balanced and how that's how they're how much they're fluctuating Um, and it's okay to do that you don't have to call yourself lazy or like beat yourself up for needing more than a day off um and I think that's kind of the trap we fall into just because we're not it's just not taught or not as common to actually understand like a woman's cycle um and I think that's the frustrating part and that also is a barrier to how or just like I think that ultimately it makes us lean into the masculine more because we're operating off the masculine cycle every single day um which is crazy when you think about it because I, I get that you have to kind of choose, like we had to go one way or the other. You can't really do both at the same time. But just the fact that it's so unheard of and even still, like so many women aren't aware of how their body is so different biologically to men. Like it makes sense when you say it out loud, but when you actually deep your day-to-day schedule and how, and if you compare that to a man throughout the month, you you're probably doing the exact same things but your body is going through completely different things at the same time so it just doesn't really make sense to operate the same way and it doesn't mean that you're weaker i think this whole this whole idea that feminine energy also weakens women or people in general and it's actually such a strong empowering thing to be in your feminine because you tap into different things different doesn't mean bad but i think just because of the way we're wired and the way we're taught to build routines, build habits, like everything is daily habits, daily this, daily that. And if you go a couple of days not being able to take off these habits because you're feeling a bit rubbish, because your hormones are a bit out of sync, because you're just maybe in your luteal phase, it doesn't mean that you are suddenly lazy, unproductive and like you're behind. It just means that your body needs that rest and that time. And rest can mean different things to different people. So yeah, I think it's just really important to be aware of that and not be hard on yourself for, because even women to women, like that can alter as well. Not everybody's the exact same when it comes to like their energy levels and their tolerance and even how much their hormones fluctuate. So, so much to take into account. And I think these big labels that we put on like people being weaker for not for needing longer rest time or being really lazy or unproductive for taking a bit more time out um I think that's the trouble that and the traps we fall into and that's kind of what pushes you away from doing the things you actually should be doing because of all these like labels and these um yeah these like negative connotations to doing the important things yeah yeah I think it just take it just you you need to just take a step back from your life and what you're doing and think about what it is you actually want to achieve and you know if you have like a certain goal um for example let's just take fitness as just a goal if you have a certain goal that you want to hit in a year's time taking a few days off every week is not is not going to derail you off hitting that goal if those few days off are to rest 
recuperate and then come back strong again for the other days that you're going straight on whereas it it's kind of like if you keep it's kind of like the whole consistency over time aspect it's like are you able to take time off to like what you said about rest to reflect make sure you're going in the right direction and show up one percent better over to over time rather than just like falling off calling yourself lazy and then trying to start again it's taking like an 80 20 balance mindset to your life where like 80 percent of the time are you doing the things you need to be doing that are pushing you towards your end goal and 20 percent of the time you're using to make sure that you can show up at your full self that 80 percent of the time it doesn't need to be a hundred percent and i think the reason we're not taught it and like we're we're also comparing ourselves to these daily habits like pressures and the kind of i guess expectations are set by masculine energy types is probably just because i think there's so many studies that have been done apparently that just don't include women (laughs) and like don't include their cycles and just have that has just not been translated across when we're talking about the results of these studies and um the effects of like sleep hydration all this stuff um so i think we are learning as we go a little bit slower in this century probably um but what we need to do is definitely like watch that self-talk i think no one should be calling themselves lazy in this day and age (laughs) no i don't think anybody's actually lazy um people i think you just need clarity over like what it is you actually want to get done you need to trust your trust your community a bit more so that you can take time off and know that nothing's going wrong and nothing's nothing's gonna like the world's not gonna end if you're not productive 100 percent of your time um and also just having that sense of gratitude for what you have around you because you wouldn't have what you have without what you have (laughs) you know what I mean so yeah I think I feel like every every time I talk it always comes back down to like deep philosophical things that you need to believe but I think it's because I have that like I've built I've built a sense of like awareness over those things now where I can see the connection between like gratitude and being able to be more in your feminine whereas before I just thought being in your feminine was like being lazy which is wild I, I thought that (laughs) <laughs> but I think these things like these practices and stuff also keep you really grounded so I think they are really relevant and important because without them then you kind of do lose the purpose or it's hard to kind of like remain in that energy or just like keep like keep the focus sometimes if you don't have that rooting well we hope that was an interesting discussion on masculine feminine energy we know a lot of us girls are trying to implement a bit of that soft girl life into our day-to-days and hopefully that gave you a bit of insight into how we're doing it and just some overall tips on how to tap into that feminine energy a little bit more if you're so used to being in your masculine um let us know if you do have any tips of your own because we're still learning (laughs) we're still kind of figuring out this path ourselves so we all want to help each other out and kind of see what else we can do to make that journey a little bit easier if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to give us a rating. Let us know if you're enjoying the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and let us know how you're finding it as well. With that being said then, we'll catch you guys in the next episode.